Oh my god, it worked. Okay, we're in. It worked. Yes. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I hear you just fine. Would you look at that? Okay, great. Oh my Lanta. <laughs> Here's me like I gotta I gotta start all over again. Just burn it. <laughs> Trash it, start from I'm gonna warn you. I started drinking a monster at like four o'clock oh, no. this afternoon. I don't know why I thought it was a good idea, but just yeah. what I started doing and I'm to finish it so nice so seemed like a good idea at the time this is me now <laughs> hello world welcome to the pm podcast we are your hosts promise and morgan i'm gonna let you in a little bit on my friend promise over here she is one of my best friends and um we just have really good conversation and why not bring that conversation to the forefront for all of you weirdos to listen to our weird conversations and promise is great. I love her very dearly. She has become a part of my family very quickly and I don't know what I would do without her. And without further ado, I'm going to let promise say some very nice things about me (laughs) and um, I'm going to try not to cry and, or fill my ego way too much. Perfect. Thank you, Morgan. Um, So yeah, my name is Promise. And uh, Morgan, you had been talking about doing this podcast for quite some time. Um, I think it originally stemmed from your like, avid listening to other podcasts. And it, I remember you came to me and you're like, look, girl, I, I have opinions, I got a lot of things I want to say. And like, I know that you got a lot of things to say, and we should say them together is essentially how that panned out. <laughs> so um, knowing that we have kind of like um, a similar perspective on some things and then very different things on others. Um, I wanted to jump right all over this because I know you're one of like the most like strongly worded and opinionated women that I know, which I've always admired. So the idea of doing a podcast with you just kind of seemed like the best idea ever so oh you're too kind (laughs) okay promise um since I don't remember this story why don't you let everyone know oh yes how did we get here what are we doing here so um initially I remember like the first time I met you and I love that you did mention how close I am with your family because at this point I mean it's I mean, we're tight. Like, we're really tight. I do feel like I am part of your family. Like, I, you know, I spend time with your son. I spend time with your dad. Like, it's amazing um, to be a part of that. So, but I, I never, it was so funny. I never thought it would kind of be that way. Because the first night I met you, um, you and I, first of all, people should know that we were co-workers at a bar. We each have probably collectively about 20 years worth of bartending experience between the two of us. Um, we're, we're old as fuck. Yeah. And <laughs> we just turned 21. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm just like so new. Um, yeah. So basically Correct. we were in the bar yeah. scene. We were in the bar scene. We had a mutual friend and she brought you over one night to the bar. I was bartending that night. 
and you and her came in. She wanted to introduce you to us because you were going to be working with us soon. And I remember you had like the full blown, like cat eye, hair did, lips did, full face makeup. Um, your, you know, your signature look, if you will. And um, I remember first thinking like, wow, damn, this bitch is like so put together, like looks so nice, eyes done, hair did, wow, like, and your nails were like outrageous. And oh, um, <laughs> which again, has kind of just been one of your things. And I, I miss liked them so your, <laughs> yes, yeah, I loved your, I loved your style. So um, that was like my first thought, like this girl looks good. All right. And then we just like started talking. I got to know you. I found out that you had a similar music taste, which I thought was cool. Like you were into metal. I was into metal. So I'm like, all right, this bitch might be cool. And then we did start talking about makeup. And as you know, like the, the mutual friend that I'm talking about, she's like a makeup fanatic. And you guys being, being able to connect on that level. And then me coming in on this level of like, I wore lip gloss today. Wowie, you know, like not a makeup girl really whatsoever so Which i was remember- like good you have good skin because of that most thank likely you. yeah thank you um i caked I my face like- so much that like <laughs> it's irreparable mm-hmm. i don't think it's irreparable i just and, and it's, you really actually don't have as bad a skin as you think you do i think it's just because you're so used to seeing yourself fully made that when you don't have coverage on it just seems more noticeable Does that make sense? Because I know, like, yeah, if I wear makeup all weekend long and then I, like, take it off, I'm like, oh, like, oh, my God. Like, all the redness, all the, you know, the blood vessels, like, I just, I, all the pores. But it's just because I'm so used to seeing myself kind of in that airbrushed way. So just, I think that's kind of what it is. I think that's kind of what it is. Absolutely. I'll, you know what? I'll take that promise. Thank you. Well, yeah. (laughs) You got a girl. I got you. All right, so I remember, though, for some reason, we're talking about makeup, right? And I bring out my sad, sad little makeup bag, and it's just, like, this, this, um, I just, like, basically, um, repurposed this, like, little henna kit bag, this little canvas henna kit bag, and it was, like, literally the size of, like, a sandwich bag, like a Ziploc, and it had mascara, eyeliner, lip gloss, and a powder foundation and that was like the extent and I remember I brought out that bag and like you looked at me like I'd sprouted a third head (laughs) (laughs) sorry I'm coming back I had to get cat out of a box um so yeah you looked at me kind of like I was insane and I remember being like, oh, yeah, this is, like, all I use. And, like, you and Carrie were both kind of just, like, had, like, a mean girl moment where you were just, like, this bitch isn't serious. Like, yeah, it is was, not- like, a, it was, like, the moment of, like, you cannot sit with us. Yes. <laughs> that's exactly like, what it felt like. And I was, like, oh, all right. That's and everyone listening to this that probably thinks, like, this Morgan bitch is something I, I was something else back then. I am still something else now, but it like, it was truly shocking. And, and, and top of this is, is promises telling this story. I do not remember this encounter whatsoever, but when she tells it, 
it is like, yeah, no, that's exactly, that's exactly what happened because I know myself <laughs> enough that that's exactly how I would have reacted. Yeah. You're like, sounds right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, how, yeah, that fits that's, my that's accurate. <laughs> so that was like yeah, our first interaction. True. And like, otherwise I was like, all right, this girl listens to some cool music. And then, you know, like, okay, makeup's like apparently her thing. I'll just stop talking now. And like that sort of thing. So, um, and then I'm not sure we, I think we started working together and I mean, we just kind of kicked it off after that. Really the more time well, we spent. Well, yeah. And then I like, I find it funny too, because I think at that time you were just working there and I was working there and at another bar. So mm-hmm. it just so happened to work out of like days that I was able to work where we both worked were the days that you were always working and in the place was ran like well enough that you really never needed more than like one or two people on shift at a time. So it just mm-hmm. so happened that like my availability just ended up matching up with your schedule. So pretty much all of my shifts, mm-hmm. I ended up working with you in some capacity. I maybe had one shift a week where like you worked the day and I worked the night. Like uh-huh. it just, it just it so, like yeah, like it just so happened that we just ended up working all of our shifts together pretty much for the most part. And then, um, so I think definitely at first, at least for me, we were just spending so much time together and we got along good. We had, we have the same work ethic and we work really well together and we were making a lot of money together. Yes. So, I was like, oh my God, this this chick's competent how wonderful. yeah <laughs> yeah like it we were it was very easy for us to work together therefore it became very easy for us to just naturally start kind of a friendship but I would say for like for almost like the first full was like of us working together was just pretty much work friends mm-hmm. if you got your like mm-hmm. if you got your shift covered you know I would send you a text just making sure you were okay or like you know, just little things like that. We didn't really hang out. We really didn't start hanging out into a social setting until like we both kind of hit the moment of friendship, which is. Mm-hmm. I think we which, ended up going to a. Didn't we end up going to like a show with Garrett together or something? No, I went. I went. Okay. To, I went to a show with him one time. Uh, no, I don't think I remembered that. Okay. But, Never mind. That might have been Carly. Yeah, maybe. That, so- that sounds more accurate because I would say the first year of us knowing each other, we were really friends. Mm-hmm. And then your sister was getting married. And this is will forever be my most favorite story. I will always tell it. I do not care. <laughs> it's It's a great story. <laughs> And that's when, like, I feel like that's when we kind of hit the, like, moment of, like, true friendship of, like, this is my girl. I got you. Like, this is it. Yeah. Um, So we were obviously at work. You were getting ready to go home to Ohio for your sister's wedding. And I know that you were a bridesmaid. And I think it was, like, something where, like, this is like a couple of the fine details that I don't remember. I think you were just you to go and buy shoes for the wedding. Is I'm 
because I think that was the case. And that's why we were kind of talking about it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just naturally, you know, I was just like, oh, well, what color is the dress? And you were like, oh, it's like a champagne like beige color. And I was like, oh, okay, well, what are the colors of the entire wedding? So that way, like, you know, that way you can kind of get something yeah. that neutralizes both those colors. And like promise without any hesitation, she was just like, oh yeah, the colors are beige and camo. And at first, like, I kind of just was like, oh, that'll be easy to find shoes. You can easily go with like a neutral, like green or even a darker color beige. And then it like took a second. But then all of a sudden I just remember stopping at the end of the bar and just looking at you. The look you gave me was like, I don't even know <laughs> I don't even know how to describe it but it was just like I like like a full halt happened in your brain and you just like looked at me and was like you know oh. you're from the midwest when camo is a color and then promise and like I even remember where she was in the bar she was like wiping down a table and she just looked up at me and just started dying and then we had a regular sitting at the bar and they were kind of like wait what's going on and like like you don't understand like we're two midwestern girls here like out here Mm -hmm. in Colorado now and like we are referring like Someone, someone used camo as, as a, as a wedding color for mm-hmm. their, it is a, it's considered a color where we're from. It's <laughs> true. Like if you were to ask, like, if you were like legit to, and I think we continued to kind of play into that, but I was like, yeah, like if you would ask somebody from one of our hometowns, like, what's your favorite color? And like, people wouldn't bat an eye if they were like, oh, camo, like it's not, Either. it's a pattern. It's a, it's it it's not a color it's a it's a pattern it's a design but it's multiple um, colors it is just so commonplace for that to be okay like like said in the midwest and like in in that moment I was just like this is like this is it like we're like we are hitting the next level of friendship here we are no longer just really good like (laughs) co-workers we are like we're we're friends we get it and like yes like all the pretension all the pretension fell off like all the pretension fell off all of the I'm out here I'm out here making a new world for myself like all that fell off and it was literally just like we understood each other on such a ground level on such a base level you know absolutely said like you know you're from the midwest when camo's a color and like that was like it was hilarious and relatable and humbling and yeah we just like cracked up about it and that's that was what sealed the deal it did it sealed the deal in like being friends forever so um (laughs) (laughs) to move on to a little bit more about promise and i um you know she's from ohio i am from uh central illinois so we're both from the Midwest. We both, we grew up very differently, but in, in our friendship, we have kind of noticed that we have a lot of like the same values and kind of like the same tendencies. One of them being is, you know, you're from the Midwest when you're overly nice to people. Mm-hmm. Now I know like, you know, any, anyone can be mean, 
But I feel like when you're just that like wholesome Midwest, Midwest, just naturally nice. It's a lot of sorry. You say sorry a lot over nothing. You, you, you're the one that drops the pen (laughs) and you're the one apologizing to literally no one. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. And Oh, sorry. And it's, I, I still, to this day, I'm like training myself to not apologize for things. Like, instead of saying, sorry, I'll try to say, excuse me or pardon me. But like, sorry, just comes out like, like, like a reflex. It's like vomit. Just, you can't stop it. Right. And like, it's just, you're just overly, you're just overly nice to people. You, you know, like you smile. Yeah. It's, you you smile at the stranger walking past you. Yes, you wave, you make eye contact, which is, like, really weird for some people. Like, really weird for some people to just, like... I remember I used to have, like, legit... And then I'll stop segueing. I legit had... Um, I've had boyfriends who would get upset thinking I was flirting because I was just saying hi. Oh, absolutely. To, like, people walk And I'm like, that's called human courtesy. Like, you don't... That's not me flirting. That's me just, like, acknowledging the human beings in my, in my general vicinity. Exactly. And... But it- but they didn't get it because no. they weren't from the Midwest. <laughs> no, they don't get it. It it freak it freaks my husband out when we go back to to my hometown in Illinois. It you know it's it's a large town, but it also has a very small town feel, and it freaks him out. Everybody is nice. Everyone says please and thank you. Everyone says excuse me. Everyone says that like they apologize for whatever. Mm-hmm. and like it freaks me yeah. out and he's just and then somehow by the end of the day you're invited to somebody's bonfire yes or oh dinner at their or like the potluck that they're having on saturday like the never like the never, you know, ending, <laughs> the never ending goodbyes where it's you feel rude oh leaving a party so you know you have to go but it also takes an hour to say bye to everybody because you can't just leave without saying bye to everybody because that's rude. Individually, individually, hugs, you know. Hey, I got hugs, it on. Oh my God, it was so good to see you. Oh, good. how's that baby? <laughs> you know, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go. Um, you know, say hi to your dad for me. Oh, is Steven doing okay? Oh, I'm so glad to hear. I gotta go. Yeah. Oh, bye, Barb. Hi, Barb. Bye, Barb. Yeah. Like, it is. <laughs> 20 minutes. Honestly, the big Just to get reason why, why my husband does not, uh, does not care to go to the parties because he knows that we will never be leaving. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know you're from, you know you're from the Midwest. All got the same mannerisms. Mm-hmm. So you just said one. Yeah. Well, because you get your ass kicked if you didn't. If you, if you weren't polite. Oh, absolutely. You get your ass beat. Well, and that there are like, then there are certain things that I've always grown up hearing. And then I come out here and I say it and people are like, what just came out of your mouth? So the, <laughs> the biggest one I use is, um, is hullabaloo. What's with all the hullabaloo? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I say, and people are like, yeah, that's definitely what, what other language do you know? Cause that's not a word. <laughs> well, it is where I'm oh, from. Oh shoot! I wish I could remember. 
I don't have one right off the top of my head. There was one that I had to teach. Um, I ended up having to teach Brigham, and he didn't believe me it was a real word. Um, I have to circle back to that. Oh, the other one is. Oh, let me squeeze past you here. That one. That one's a little bit more yeah, like Minnesota-ish, but mm-hmm. but like it still it still transfers. Yeah. Um, God, there there are, and I know that there's another one too that I'm thinking of that my husband always well, everyone makes fun of you for saying everyone makes fun of us for saying pop instead of soda like, see i grew up saying soda oh did you yeah, i did i it wasn't until i started to vacation to go visit family in wisconsin that i kind of was like wait why does everyone call it pop and then i know like mm. certain certain parts um pop also stands for coke so if you if you if you go to order a pop you're actually ordering a coca-cola so you have to say like a sprite pop or you know like that's how you would have to say it because in certain parts of the midwest and i know that certain parts of the south pop just well they do that with cola cola like they call cola but then you want like an orange cola or a citrus cola or i don't know i don't know how they say it but like cola is everything huh. but yeah it's just fun little things like that yeah i mean we can go on for days about you know you're from the midwest yeah. when and you never know yeah oh that should be its own segment. i mean that needs to be its own um episode well that can just that can just be something when people can just email us and say you know you're from the Midwest. Oh, yeah. When? Because I know that there, yes. know that there's a lot of them. Can you hang tight? With now that you guys know a little bit about us, you probably got nothing from that. But if you want to, <laughs> if you want to ask questions about us or things that you want us to talk about, uh, I will drop the email at the end of the episode, and you guys can email us and let us know we're bad, we're new at this, and that's just rude. Do, do yourself a Christian service yeah. and just be nice. But again, we'll drop that at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yes. so. Do you want to give do... a quick outline of what kind of we intend to do each week? Um, okay. Yeah. So each week uh, we're just going to check in with each other and um, see how our week is going. Anything new. See if we watched anything funny or create or whatever. Um, It is 2020, so shit sucks, and we're going to try and find the light at the end of the tunnel here because it's not getting any better. Uh, So we're always going to be doing our check-ins. We do have a couple segments lined up for you guys that we hope are a lot of fun, and we hope that you get to participate in Um, again for like the third time now. I will drop our email at the end of the episode and you guys can email us any of your questions, thoughts, or concerns for our well-being. Yeah, or just please participate. If we've if we've mentioned something that, you know, is relevant to you or you have a funny story around it or something like that, like please tell us. Um, you know, shoot us the shoot us your comments or just things that, that it brought up for you, maybe your Absolutely. experiences because we love hearing about it yes absolutely so now we're just gonna kind of get into a little bit on how we want our episodes to flow in and go in all right promise let's check in how how are you this week anything crazy anything exciting anything 
anything about anything. We're all just trapped at home now. <laughs> this, yes, we're all trapped. And this was honestly like probably the worst week for me to try and dig up something interesting. Because I, as you know, I've been at home sick with COVID. So yeah. I've literally spent the last week and then some sitting in my house um, watching Dexter and um, trying to find new music. It Literally, I've just, I've done nothing. You're just, um, like, trying to, like, find things to fill time, essentially. Yes. Oh, yeah. For fun, and I, when I say fun, I use that very sarcastically and loosely, um, I decided to, like, tear out all of the contents of my closets and, like, take a whack at cleaning those out and um, sorting through my worldly possessions. Um, so I've been, like living with closet stuff on my floor for like two days because of course I never just like finished it all the way through so um, well no you have to take I finally got my taste back I can taste oh you can yeah. oh yeah. I didn't I didn't realize that you lost I can your taste, sense again. taste I did and it was awful because trying to find I didn't realize I was I never thought I was a texture eater I never understood what people meant by that until I couldn't taste my food and having tasteless nothing mush in my mouth was like the most disgusting unappealing thing I could think of and I didn't eat for almost like two days because I couldn't stand feeling food without tasting it oh girl I would have just drank like chicken broth something oh I did smoothies yeah some I would just drink everything yeah I lived on smoothies for about two days I'm I'm kind of hoping I'll be like five to ten pounds short when I come out yeah quarantine okay I didn't realize (laughs) okay yeah so newsflash promise got covid um with like which which has sucked you know because you know we were hoping to record our first episode together in person um you know yeah because we're technically part of a pod yeah like you're technically part of yeah we've been we've been trying to stay in the bubble and and, you know promise Mm -hmm. being a big part of my family she obviously we kind of wanted to be a part of each other's bubbles and you know whatever we don't need to get into it none of us can leave our houses anyways for these i i don't know if it is for the whole state of colorado or not but all businesses are to shut down tomorrow everything oh is that happening happening. i haven't looked at any of the news i just heard we were in like no we're we're all at least at least from our industry bars and restaurants and everything like that um Mm -hmm. all bars and restaurants have to be shut down tonight at curfew that's it no more oh my god i need to put in some food orders like (laughs) oh dude (laughs) yeah okay get on that instacart man my priorities my priorities have shifted suddenly yes yeah everything sorry guys that's all you get for the podcast yeah so talk about talk about current events um yeah everything in the state of Colorado. i think it's the state or it's just the denver metro area is going to be shut down starting tomorrow um the essential businesses will be allowed to be open so grocery stores that you know those will be open but as far as i'm concerned gyms restaurants bars all will be closed starting tomorrow goodness March yeah, over just, again. Just, just in time for me to come out of my. Quarantine. Absolutely. You know what? You're just gonna you're just gonna ride <laughs> my- that train. Just 
keep on riding it, girl. Yep. I'm in it. I'm in. Well, it. one thing I. <laughs> Oh, not really. I mean, but. I don't know if you would be like, if you'd be like into this or not, but like, I've been like itching to do a puzzle. I mean, I ain't going nowhere. I do have a toddler. So that like, that like I... might pose a thing. Like Amazon, you a puzzle. I like puzzles. Are you ha- don't I you have a puzzle, Matt? No, I oh. don't. I have a yoga mat. I... I've been wanting to invest in a puzzle mat. I have like a thousand piece puzzle that I'm like, I, there's no way I can bust this out and like fit it on my table. No. Tiny, tiny dining room table. And especially not with cat. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. I would barely get 20 minutes in before it was gone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Cat named Cat. He's a good guy. Um, well, tell me about your Okay. Week. Um, a week of very little joy but I do have one thing that gives me so much joy and I love reality television like it brings me so much joy that when I watch it I just have a grin on my face and I and it's one of those things where I don't realize it and then my husband walks by and he is like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, it's just so good. <laughs> and it does. It does. It's really the <laughs> highlight of my week every single week. So I, I'll try not to talk about it too, too much. But um, besides my kid, um, when I ask him, are you feeling spicy? He breaks down into this little dance and it's almost like a little twerk. Like he kind of, he kind of bends and he he puts his hands up to wiggle his hips. And it is so funny. Like. I'm going to need you to snap that to me. It is. It's so, it's so funny. Like, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, so besides, like, the stupid, cute things that my kid does, but, like, I'm not going to sit here and just talk about my kid all the time. You know, my husband, he's a great guy, but, like, no, I'm not going to talk. Like, I love him. No, Morgan likes the tea. Morgan loves the tea. That's kind of the tea. I love That's where you get, like, the juicy, interesting. I love gossip. You give me some gossip. And I will literally call everybody that knows nothing about anybody that I'm talking about. And I just got to tell somebody like, I can't, the amount of times I have like called promise being like, I know you don't know any of these people, (laughs) but I have got to tell you. And it won't even be like, it won't even be my gossip. Like Colton, that's my husband. He will come home. And he knows that when I ask him about his day, I want the tea. I want the tea. I don't want to know like the logistics or who he had to talk to or call. I don't care about any of that. What's the tea on your coworkers? And yeah, I love it. And then I'm calling promise being drama. like, oh, you'll never guess what happened to Colt now work today. And you know what? You know what's great is you actually tell the stories well enough that even though I ha- I don't have context, like 
whether it's your shows or whether it's like work stuff or whatever or someone you know like you tell the stories well enough that I'm actually a little invested that I'm like oh my god and then what like I'm actually into it yeah even though I'm not a huge I'm not a huge um I gossip on myself like I title myself all the time because that's just my egomania I guess but like even if it's someone I don't know about listening to you have your you know and then like I, I get into it. I it's, definitely get into it. You tell it well. It's so like I just I love it. I've <clears throat> I've loved it for as long as I can remember. Like tr- like elementary school. Like I love the tea. I love gossip. I I just love it. I don't like being involved in it, but I love to hear about it, and I love to tell people who I know it won't relay back to the people that I'm gossiping about. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, I'll call my mom Mm -hmm. and tell my mom something and she'll have absolutely no idea who I'm talking about, what I'm talking about. But it's just like, well, I tell you because like, who the hell are you going to tell? Nobody, whatever. Okay. But to go in, to go into the true highlight of, of my week, um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is a brand new, franchise it is on bravo it airs on wednesdays i could not tell you mountain time and eastern time i record it and i watch it later i just know it airs on wednesdays we also record on wednesdays so i am talking about last week's episode it was the premiere episode it is a brand new franchise everybody is watching it with fresh eyes no one has backstories we're not 15 seasons in you know, having to catch up on all this other bullshit. No, it is fresh and it is fascinating. I'm not going to talk about every housewife because most of them are totally uninteresting except for two. One of them, her name is Heather. And I will say nothing more than she refers to herself as a purebred pioneer, pedigreed Mormon. Did you catch that? Mm. Just, Mm. I'll repeat it. Her name is Heather. She (laughs) refers to herself as a purebred, pioneer, pedigreed Mormon. Yikes. And I'm just going to, I'm going to, I'm going to leave that there. You just, okay. Well, no, no, no. Second, second bombshell. Her name is Mary. She is a co-pastor first lady to the Faith Temple Pentecostal Church in Salt Lake City. She is married to her step-grandfather. Did you catch that? That's uncomfortable. She's married... To her step-grandfather. Now, this is shocking to, I mean, it's shocking to to everybody. And, of course, everybody has been. Well, when you first. Well, I mean, of course, they address it in the show. We have known for a while before it aired, it had leaked that she is married to her step-grandfather. Now, I have to emphasize on the step because related in any. So, yeah. So that's like, obviously, because when you first hear that, it is very shocking, shocking. but they are not blood related. They're not like, like, yeah, no, uh -uh, none of that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, 
So obviously they address it first episode because it is out there and she is sitting there in her confessional being like it, you know, and this is what she says in the confessional is, well, uh, when my grandmother was, was dying, um, she wanted, wanted him to marry one of his girls and in, and in the will, in the will, um, it said that she wanted him to marry me and we've been married 21 years and they do have a child together as well. Um, so at first you're like, you know, I'm not, we aren't religious people. I did not grow up a religious person. So I don't know what kind of weird shit goes on in the Pentecostal church or the Mormon church. You know, we all, we can all have our theories and assumptions, but at first I was like, you know what, whatever it's, you know, if that's in her will, you know, obviously she wants, um, you know, she wants her family since this man is in no blood relation you know, I get it. She wants her family to, to continue this, this congregation or or whatever. So at first I was like, okay, whatever. No, Mm -hmm. it goes even very well could have been like an inheritance. Yes. That's kind of how she puts it is she wanted her family to be able to inherit, you know, these churches, which is like, okay, whatever. I get it. No. And then it's insane. Won't continue on it on it further but turns out that the will thing is a lie people from people that used to be in the congregation around this time are starting to come out saying it is lies um she was he was married um during the time of her grandmother's death um the step-grandfather stepped in and gave her permission to divorce him because in most like most religions divorce is frowned upon and you get excommunicated from the church due to divorce but the pastor head pastor who is now her husband and at that time her step-grandfather um gave her permission to divorce this man and uh, you know months within months after she ended up marrying him she ended up marrying him a year oh. after her grandmother passed. And then, you know, things are starting to come at, you know, people of the congregation are required like half of their monthly earnings to them. Mm, that sounds like a lot. But a tithing. And well, and and here's here's where kind of like I have an issue is, you know, this is this is real housewives. We, you know, we're seeing we we're seeing extreme wealth, we're seeing extraness, we're seeing, you know, like boss bitches, that kind of deal. And here here when I think of a pastor, I think of someone that is very that's very humbled and everything like that. But here she is pretty much in every single one of her scenes, she is letting everybody know that she is in runway Versace or runway Gucci or whatever. And it's like, but you're asking your congregation to give you half of their, of, of, of their earnings every month. Like Salt Lake city is not cheap. The Aries around are not cheap. So that to me, I seem, I see, I think that she is flaky. I watch enough reality television that I see kind of how things are edited. And I feel like the way that she was edited in this first episode 
is um, I am not sure if she will be back for another season. That this first episode oh, was wow. edited. I think a bunch of shit's going to come out about her. And I am sorry if you are somebody that is signing up for reality television in any way, shape, or form, you are signing your soul away. That's what that means. People are going to dig and dig and dig, mm-hmm. and you have the ultimate Oh, and they're story. not there to make they're not there to paint you in no. a pretty light. They're not they're not there to paint you in a no. pretty picture. They're not they're there to make you look dramatic and extra yes. and um, disagreeable. It's fascinating. She you already know. does not um Charity does not seem uh likable to the other women and all of that stuff. It's like uh she's gonna be the main one in the feud for the season. And and I would, you know what, with everything that's gonna slowly start to come out about just this specific housewife i don't think she is going to be around for very long but anyways we got to move on we got to start wrapping this up um yep does it end at 50 um it ends at around like 53 so we're gonna wrap this up really quick um promise uh the book of questions. What's our question? Let's try and make it simple and easy. Yeah. Okay. I got this really cute little book of questions. I figured it'd be a nice way to like wrap up the podcast, give people something to chime in on if they like. Um, do you want me to pick one or do you want to just give me a number one through? Okay. Let's see. Um, This one's kind of basic. I might pick another one. Okay. How many times during it's question 169? How many times during the day do you look at yourself in the mirror? Every time I see a mirror, I have to look at it. Every time. I I could not put a number (laughs) on it. Anytime there is a mirror around, I have to look. And people have noticed. Yeah. People know that I do that. For sure. Anyways, okay. (laughs) What is this book promise? Uh everybody. We will be ending every single episode with a question from this book. What is this book called? Who is the author? Where? Let's do this. So this is the book of questions. It is um, Gregory Stock is the one who compiled this. He is a PhD. And basically the book of questions is just something that whether you use as a tool for self-discovery or as a provocative way to stimulate conversation, this book constantly challenges attitudes, morals, beliefs, and it'll challenge you. Something um, just to bring up conversations and maybe ask the questions you don't want to ask or bring up topics that, um, you know, are just yeah. interesting to know. So this is how we'll be ending. If you would like to answer this question or if you'd like to ask us any other questions, if you want us to talk about, you know, if you want us to talk about something, if you want to hear our opinion on something, if you even care about our opinion, um, you can reach us at PM, P as in promise, M as in Morgan, podcast 20 at gmail.com. And again, you can pretty much ask us anything. Um, if you got any feedback, let us have have it just as long as it is not rude. If it is rude, I will gladly read it out. Um, just to kind of like hate on you for a second, you know, because I'm petty. <laughs> you got hate. Hey, hey, hey. Hate, hate. So love, love, love. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> All right. Well, promise. 
we don't do that here. Not today. No one invited you. Mm -mm, no, thank you. All right. Thank you. Be the Promise. Love, guys. As always, I love talking okay, to you. So and um, I can't wait to get together next week for that. I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. Um, this is the PM podcast with Promise and Morgan. And we'll catch y'all next week. Yeah, awesome. Thank you guys for spending your evening with us, Morgan. Always a pleasure. Love, love, love. Love, love, love. love, love.